I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. And you might be watching the You'll Hear It Podcast on YouTube because we're on YouTube today. What's we up, are, YouTube? We are cameras. minor YouTube sensations. I'm going to adjust my... We're not I, minors. You have hair yeah. here. Oh, this guy. That's, you got to oh, flaunt so, it. Oh, you got to flaunt sorry, it. Sorry. <laughs> I got hair. Look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, excited to be back on the YouTubes worldwide. We are approved for worldwide consumption. Yes. Grade A jazz and music advice coming at you yes it's true the internet is around the world <laughs> it is not in every country north korea we are we are not on the charts in north korea we're no. trying to break through very exciting we're, we're in the top 10 now though uh, in the u.s and worldwide for music commentary podcasts did you know that i did know that that yeah. is super exciting it's thanks really to exciting. everybody who listens to the podcast it's really yeah, cool thank you so much yeah. and if you're watching on youtube like and subscribe please maybe ring the little notification bell i mean that's not going to kill you right put the bell on because we go live we've been known to go live with interesting things in the other room we do go live on, with q and a's and things like that q and a's yeah. a's and q's we you know we, we pdq's yeah yeah everything um, and also, if you're watching on YouTube, leave us a comment. Leave us a comment. We like we, your comments. We yeah. do like. Well, sure. not all of them. <laughs> no, I even like those. Now. <laughs> I've come around. We've gotten some shady, some shade throw-ins, some That's controversies. Right. It's fun. Go for it's it. Good stuff. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. What are we talking about today? So we're talking today. Um, you know, kind of just. I thought it'd be fun to go through some kind of popish stuff. Um, and how you get there funky. I mean, I never, to me, it's never about like, you play like this, you play like that, but yeah. like the way we, and we just made that up, you know, we, we don't know what's going on here, uh, as we would not, you know, to Friday <laughs> here, we're just chilling. No, but I mean, like, how do you get out of just the, you know, I mean, we love playing like that and the voicings and all that stuff, but, but what do you know about, oh, you're talking about simplifying, simplify, simplify and isolate, but also, you know, come kind of. Just talking about how you get that that sound, and it doesn't have to be just the slow kind of, you know, it can be like. Uh, I think I know. I think you are talking about here this this little gray zone that a lot of jazz pianists kind of find themselves themselves rubbing up against, right? Yeah. Which is like maybe I'm playing a top forty gig, or I'm playing uh, a gig with a pop band. Maybe I maybe I got my whirly out, and I'm playing with a singer songwriter. Yeah. And I can't be all. No, no, you can, but you're gonna get some some blank stares and some no buenos it's not good right yeah. so what's a good approach to that first of all like we do with everything listen you yes. know find your pop pianist and find your pianist who who play this style a lot and what you like about them right right you know what i mean and i was just thinking like of a few simple things and then as we started kind of going over this i realized a lot of it um has for me kind of has strong gospel sort of roots definitely in terms of like you know how you could do that but just some general things that are fun you know, of course, okay, how do you not play, you know? So take away the seventh, and if you're just going to try it. But you don't have to, it doesn't have to be just, it can be like, that's pretty different, isn't it? Yeah. You're talking about that little grace note in there? Little grace note. Yeah. By well, the grace about, of God goeth I. Let's talk about some of the gospel influences that is are surely in almost all pop music at this point. The first one that comes to mind, you did a little bit there in the intro, and that's using those triad pairs in order to... One four one four one. No, this, this is one two, right? C. We're in the key of C. Yeah. C uh, major triad and then a D minor triad. Oh yeah. And through all it. the inversions. Yeah. You know, I like it. Yeah. Like that's not something that we do a lot in a jazz piano context. No. Right. Like no. we're not playing like all the things you are and doing those kind of triad pairs. We're doing far more dissonant triad pairs, yeah. frankly. Or it'd be like the closest thing would be like so what voices kind of. Right. But yeah. we don't play anything. Yeah. We we don't play rhythm changes and be like. <laughs> as much as if we're playing, you know, a pop tune. 
like uh-huh. those come in handy very quickly. So I would say get those together in in all keys first, like those yeah. sort of gospel triads that you can throw in. The major uh, uh, triad pairs, that C major triad to the D minor is a good one. And then the relative minor, A minor to G major. It can be very useful, you know, on yeah. a minor chord that... And do you think about them as going to the closest, like, like you were going down there, so A minor, mm-hmm. and then G... Yep. I mean, that's one way to just yeah, like learn that. them, but there are several ways you can practice them to just... The, the, the goal of practicing all this is to get it in your hands so that it comes out as language uh, without having to think about it. Yeah, because I think ultimately, you, you know, it, it's, it can be nice to think melodically. Even as you jump down into the, to the different voicings. And that's where I find like you can get some sort of magic area where you can throw in a lot of the jazz harmony within that. Right. As you're in those transitional places, even when we were back in C. Uh, see now here, here we yesterday or the last episode we did on YouTube. We, um, my, my buddy, we talked about the blue scale. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff with the face though. I don't know. Really, uh, we talked about our, our friend Warren Wolf and his major blue scale idea. This can really be handy. As yeah. we're playing these pop tunes. Yeah. I use this all the time when I'm doing stuff yeah. like this. And something I hear you do in, in your writing and your playing, and I, I really like doing too, is like taking the bluesy stuff, combining it with the you know real triad stuff, and then going to like um, like a major two, major nine mm-hmm. over the three. Dude, you know that's my, my, my jam. That's my jam, yeah. I like that one. You know what I mean? This is that chord is what mm-hmm. you're talking about, right? Yep. That E, D, and G. Would you call this, that a Would you call that a C two over E? That's exactly what I would call it. And exactly. that goes nice to a four major major nine. Oh, you went you went sharp yeah, eleven. Yeah, no, so this is my second favorite one is oh. is a major seven over E, right? Mm-hmm. So like E C, then G B. That voicing there. If I'm going to the four, right? Yeah. I yep. love it. And then, and then throw in Warren Wolf's major blues scale. Yeah, All of a sudden, on the tonic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I love the. Woo. That's going up to the dominant seventh uh, in the room. So now this this is one that's kind of a variation of that major two. Yeah, what is that? So that's the major seven over three over the third. So that's like an F major seven. Yeah. Or you could do F major nine over A. Yeah, yeah. And then this gives some interesting kind of stacked stuff. Or um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those shapes become super cool. Yeah. Man, you've got such a great feel for like maintaining like your jazz piano sensibility as you're playing this pop. Yeah, because I might be like Stain pedal on it too. You're just like, what? One thing that I think, how do you feel about this kind of thing? We talked about this in the video we made about triads, and then you kind of alluded it, alluded to it with your little scoop there. Yeah. <clears throat> but this idea of anything in the triad that we're playing, when we're playing a triad, we can borrow from a neighboring note of whatever note uh, we're on. So any of these three notes can be. This works especially effective in triadic sort of pop music, you know. As long as you're not messing with anything under the melody, I think yeah. it's cool to to kind of create 
little melodies. Yeah, because you got so much more space and, and attention there. Yep. You know, all of these neighbor notes is what we'll call them. Any note that's to the neighbor of one of the notes in the triads, yep. I think is fair game. And I you can use little scoops. Yeah, scoop it, scoop it up. Think about think about how a guitar player, you know, uses a hammer on like that. Oh, the monk hammer. We got the monk hammer. We got I have no idea why this became a prop. Yeah, Andrew's been calling that the monk hammer. <laughs> the monk. Yeah, just a hammer it's next monk to monk. Monk is laughing at us because of our our substandard playing here, and and there's a hammer there in case he wants to get. I would love us. to hear Monk playing on some like triadic '90s pop oh music. God. I think he'd be, be all amazing. over. It. He'd be all over. It. So the other thing I was just thinking that what we were just talking about that's a that's a way to get to sneaking in some major sevens like you don't want to be like but you could be like oh yeah yeah buddy it's all about using your ears it's all about having intention behind what you're doing and making sure that your audience is aware that you're yeah. gonna take them somewhere safe safe <laughs> come we're to going my to... safe space baby <laughs> it's all in the open. There's a safety net waiting for you. Um, I don't know what that is. One more thing that I think you can think about, just just as we think about mimicking, and you know, a lot of this because pop music is so guitar heavy, is mimicking guitar sounds. Like yeah. one thing you can experiment with is trying to voice like maybe a guitar player would voice, like with kind of an open sound, yeah. right? There's certain things we yeah. Right, like mimicking the open strings of a guitar you voice. Can do all that, what you're doing. No, you see, they can't do that. The left hand? Oh, you're but, talking about the, the right, right hand? hand yeah, yeah, Kind of like, you know how it's like you, you yeah. have the open, especially with the fourth on top, that's yeah. how guitar is set up or whatever. But uh, Get your capo going, baby. That's right. Yeah, I wish we had a capo. Actually, some things not to do. I hear a lot of cats doing. That's the transpose button. Oh, no. Come on, get it no, together. Bueno. All the keys, bud. You got it. So let's talk a little about sus chords because this is another way to get a little, little jazz street cred. And, you know, a lot of the pop and gospel guys and gals like trying to in, like they look at it maybe a little different than us they're like how do you infuse that jazzy what do they call them the uh the slick not what they, like the slick chords and the sticky what do they call them they've got all sorts of you don't know what this? i don't know where you're going with this it's like um salty chords something <laughs> you know what that is no come on man why why, why are y'all looking at me like the, that the pretty chords what are you talking about pretty but there's something else that they say here talk about it. Play, play some chords for them <laughs> play some of what i'm talking about i'm gonna look it up for you Stingy chords? Something. Stingy chords. I think that's more like uh <laughs> That's Oh I got Alex. Oh, oh we got him. We have we have literally the most unprofessional audio engineer. Oh my gosh. You know. He just uh, laughs. And up until recently he was at least his work was very professional, but he actually lost one of our episodes oh, apparently. He, didn't he? he did. So not only is he unprofessional in terms of yeah. No, but you know what I'm talking about. It's like the uh what do the gospel guys call the super slick? You know, like when it's like, you know, they, they're like, oh, the sticky, sticky. Come, come on. Keep playing, man. I'm going to find it. Gospel. I'm going to vamp here for you because I, I want you to turn this around. I got you, man. Oh, you're going to, and I'm going to find it and you're going to be like, yeah. Um, not passing chords. R&B chord now, jazz, gospel passing chords, you should know. Okay, tell them what they're doing though, man, that's some, that's some sweet, 
I'm not doing anything we haven't already talked about. Yeah, but break it Uh, down, Paul. (laughs) I'm not going to break it down. I think think we should talk about maybe some things not to do. Like, number one, don't go on a deep Google search in the the (laughs) middle of No, you got to find it now. Come on. Isn't this interesting to watch on YouTube as I try to find this? Man, when I say it, I'm telling you, you guys are going to be like, oh, yeah. I, I, I do think that it's this is an interesting- Sick. Six slick R and B chords. Yeah, that's, yeah, of that's course. Not really yeah, it. yeah. Okay. Well, when we find it, we'll definitely uh, add it to the description oh, of the video. Oh, Neil Soul chords. That's what you were looking yeah. for the whole time. No, but that's the closest I can find right now. Oh my Sickest gosh. chords. Come on, man. <laughs> it's kind of n- Neo Soul. I don't know. No, maybe it's close. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, till tomorrow. You'll hear it.